Welcome to the interview, Professor Zauer. Now you're a researcher and teacher with the RWTH Aachen University in Germany. You're the chair of the Electrochemical Energy Conversion and Storage System uh, Department. And we're gonna talk today about solid state batteries. So welcome to the interview. Yeah, thank you, it's my great pleasure. So look, before we get into the details of solid state batteries, I want to run something by you because as an energy journalist, I've been interviewing battery scientists starting back in 2015. And from 2015 to 2017, they were telling me that, you know, new chem electrochemical chemistries would come on board, maybe 2030, lithium air, lithium metal, solid state. Prices would drop maybe 50% by 2030. It was more of a gradual kind of uh, evolution, a story arc. And now we see all of the things that were predicted in 2030 are actually have come true in 2020, 2021. And is that your uh, sort of perception of, of how the battery technology has evolved? I was also surprised uh, by the speed, by the timeline where especially prices dropped. I was not surprised about the technology developments because at the end of the day, it was an evolutionary development. Uh, we're still with lithium-ion batteries, but we should be aware that maybe different from battery technologies uh, we have known for long times, like lead-acid batteries or nickel-cadmium batteries, that you really have just no choice of different materials. You have lead, lead dioxide, you have nickel and cadmium, but in lithium-ion batteries, two, two and a half percent of the weight is maybe lithium of a lithium-ion battery, and all the things around could be changed a lot. And what we have seen is changing in the uh, cathode materials. Today, uh, we're going towards 60% uh, uh, or 80% of nickel, so cobalt is reduced significantly. We have shares of 5 to 10% of silicon in the carbon already. So um, this is an uh, evolutionary development so within the same group of lithium-ion batteries. And this is what the state of the art today. Everything which is sold on the market is still within this. A related question, uh, Dr. Zauer, and that is that uh, my impression again is that a lot of the uh, that rapid evolution and changing materials and so on uh, was because battery companies, automakers, other companies poured enormous resources into engineering uh, solutions to some of these problems, and that maybe got us to where we are today quicker than we expected. Would Would you agree or, or disagree? Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the large companies uh, in Korea and in China, um, they put together thousands of engineers and scientists to bring things forward. And it's even difficult for us in science uh, to uh, keep the, pa the pace. Yeah? So um, when you look at what um, Tesla is doing, they are always a bit ahead. Yeah? For sure, they also work with scientists and they bring in new ideas and concepts and so on. But we have to be aware that um, the biggest challenge anyway is bringing down the price. From a performance point of view, the batteries are anyway good uh, as they are. Yeah? So we are talking about price. And um, this is quite similar to the photovoltaic market. If you look back within the last 20 years, the real 
step forwards in technology were quite low. The maximum efficiency did not increase too much. But what the photovoltaic industry was able to do is to bring down the price by a factor of 10 or something like this, yeah? using much uh, less clean raw materials uh, and uh, less processing steps and uh, uh, full automatization and, and, and so on. And at the end of the day, it's, it's the price that matters. Uh, and this is also why it is so difficult for other technologies to enter into this. Well, let's talk about solid state batteries. And maybe we could uh, begin with a short description of a solid state battery compared to your current uh, lithium ion battery design. Yeah, so f first of all, the, um, you have a, um, two electrodes and uh, the one we call the cathode, the other one we call the anode. Um, the cathode, first of all, is relatively the same in a solid state battery, at least uh, what is on, in, in the development and uh, research today uh, compared with the lithium ion batteries. Um, what is different is the electrolyte. Yeah, we have a um, liquid organic electrolyte today, which uh, makes it relatively easy for the ions to travel during charging from the cathode to the anode side. And um, the solid state batteries here have either a ceramic or a polymer. In any case, no liquids, but solid state uh, materials. This is why they call solid state. And um, the traveling of ions in a solid state material is much more difficult or in other battery technologies, you need high temperatures to have at least um, sufficient diffusion rate and diffusion rate is proportional to power, uh, to charging times and, and so on. And then finally, on the anode side uh, today, we have graphite, um, 10 times more graphite than lithium, yeah, just to have a safe material. The graphite itself does not contribute to power or to, to especially not to energy. It is just additional cost and additional energy. And the big, or the, the main idea of the solid state batteries is to get rid of this carbon. Yeah, so 90% of the weight of the anode and just replace it by a pure metallic lithium electrode. And this is what is difficult with the organic electrolytes uh, because lithium is so reactive that uh, to, uh, just with pure organic liquid electrolyte, it's not working. That was tried, but uh, was not successful in the market. So my understanding, my takeaway from what you said, is it sounded like the solid state, the solid ceramic uh, electrolyte, uh, the ions don't pass through it as easily as through the liquid electrolyte. Did I get that right? Yes, so this is uh, the biggest challenge. Um, for example, there is a battery type called uh, sodium sulfur batteries uh, or sodium nickel chloride batteries. They also have a solid state um, a ceramic separator. They are on the market since maybe 30 years, but they operate at 300 degrees centigrade. Uh, so at uh, high temperature, which gives a lot of problems with thermal management, thermal losses and so on. But um, this is necessary to make um, the diffusion rate uh, sufficiently. And the, the solid state batteries that are going to be coming on the market in the next few years, have engineers and scientists solved the problem of the diffusion rate of the ions through the uh, solid material? Uh, have we solved that problem? Definitely, they made progress uh, in this uh, in this field, uh, and uh, so we see 
some samples of batteries, at least some data are published, uh, which uh, show sufficiently in improved performance of, of the batteries, no, no, no doubt. Um, however, personally, I have not seen data yet, uh, which really show um, a full cell, battery cell design. Um, the big issue is um, the uh, distance between the cathode and the anode is relatively thin. Yeah, so it can be maybe as uh, thin as five micrometers or something like this. So the distance for the ions to pass through this uh, distance is short. But if you want to have high energy density batteries, you need cathode materials with a thickness of maybe 100 micrometers. And this is what I haven't seen demonstrated yet. Yeah? So it seems as most of the examples where we see data are very thin. And um, this works, but uh, the energy densities are far away uh, from what we have today with the lithium ion batteries and even more far away from what is promised with lithium ion batteries, because this would require 100 micrometer thickness of, uh, an, uh, of cathode materials. Does that mean that battery manufacturers are going to have trouble delivering on the promises we've heard in, you know, the, in the media? Uh, when they deliver solid state batteries in a couple of years? Uh, uh, are we going to see solid state batteries that outperform the current lithium ion batteries? So um, first of all, also the solid state batteries are somehow um, um, it's a step, a big step forward, but it's still also something like an evolutionary development because we still have similar cathode materials, uh, production processes in, in um, maybe 70% or whatever will be quite similar. So this is nothing which is a totally a game changer from the production side uh, and, and so on. But to be honest, um, uh, I haven't really seen until now from the major car manufacturers uh, real plans uh, to come with solid state batteries until 20, 2025 or even later. What we have on our test benches and we're operating uh, something like 2000 test benches and working with all the at least German car manufacturers and several other international car manufacturers, there are no solid state batteries on our test benches at all. There and. Uh, um, when they come to our test benches, um, then it may take three, four years until um, they may be ready for the automotive industry. So there are some rumors and there are companies, um, many of them venture capital driven, uh, who have uh, good news about the technology very often. But um, if you look to the plans of uh, Tesla, if you look to even uh, Volkswagen is talking about quantum scape, but what they are doing in their, in their development and research centers here in, in Germany has nothing to do with solid state batteries. So fair to say that we're probably be looking at maybe uh, between 2025 and 2030 for the introduction of a solid state battery in a production automobile. But maybe. Yeah, but maybe because um, you, you know you always have to be you, you always have to be aware as well that the existing technology also improves. Yeah, so um, this is uh, a difficult hunt yeah, for for getting better. 
And uh, I, I just uh, looked before we start talking today to uh, presentations by QuantumScape, for example, and um, they uh, compare their technology with what they call state-of-the-art um, technology. For example, they claim 800 cycles uh, to end of lifetime is something very extraordinary. <laughs> 10 years ago, we had uh, batteries with uh, more than 3,000 cycles uh, commercially in the cars on the road. Um, the um, um, cycle number decreased in uh, in between uh, just because there's no need for higher cycle lifetimes. Yeah? So uh, claiming for higher cycle lifetime is nice, but uh, just imagine if you have a battery with 1,000 cycles and a driving distance of 400 kilometers, it's 400,000 kilometers lifetime driving distance. That's much more than the car will do. Yeah? So uh, there's no need uh, for, for, for more lifetime, for example or they claim they can charge batteries faster uh, in a quarter of an hour. Yeah. The um, car manufacturers like Porsche, they are developing batteries uh, for a charging power of 350 kilowatt infrastructure, which is under construction in Germany. Uh, this is a quarter of an hour with the existing technology. Yeah. So um, th therefore, um, th when the batteries get are ready, uh, we will see what the classical lithium ion batteries will do until then. Well, let's talk for a moment about the advantages of uh, solid state batteries. So uh, my understanding is that they're uh, safer, so less flammable because they don't have a liquid electrolyte. They have a higher energy density. Uh, so we're going to get more kilometers per given battery. Uh, they have a longer life uh, and they charge faster. Uh, but it sounds like from what you just said about the current technology, that the current technology is maybe a lot closer to what solid state would deliver than we might have expected. Is that a fair comment to say? Yeah, you know, the um, all these advantages which you just have mentioned, um, to, let me say, to achieve them, it really requires to get to the limits as well. Yeah? And uh, this is exactly what the lithium-ion batteries are uh, doing since 20 years. Yeah? The technology, as we discussed, did not change too much, but uh, we're going much more to the limits uh, meanwhile. And uh, I come back to the example with the thickness of the cathode. It's we, if we are not able to transport ions on distances of 100 micrometers through the active material, um, we won't get to the high energy densities. These high energy densities would need this, these thick uh, cathode materials. But there's no question that uh, the batteries could be more safe. Indeed, um, the organic electrolyte uh, is more flammable. The carbon or uh, the graphite uh, in the batteries is also something which uh, burns uh, quite well. Um, so they could be more safe. Um, also, the hope is uh, that we can operate, or it's very likely, let me say, that we can operate them at higher temperatures. And uh, this makes things easier, especially with regard to fast charging, for example, because we must not cool down the battery in the same way as uh, today's batteries. Yeah? So cooling is the biggest challenge maybe during fast charging. And um, maybe we can let the batteries go up to maybe 100 degrees centigrade or whatever, just during the relatively short period of charging, and then temperature will decline anyway la later on. So these are definitely advantages 
with regard to the energy density, so it, there we really will see if it uh, will be possible uh, to come on the market with uh, batteries having these thick electrodes and therefore can get towards the high energy densities, which are theoretically possible, no, no doubt. Yeah, theoretically, they are higher, maybe by 30% higher or whatever, uh, compared with the lithium-ion batteries. Now, we've talked primarily about applications in the automotive market, but the other big one, of course, is in the utility market. So with renewable uh, energies, wind and solar, and they're intermittent, and we're seeing more and more batteries uh, adopted at utility scale. Uh, what kind of implications for utility scale uh, applications are there of solid state and some of these innovations? For the, so for the uh, stationary batteries, first of all, the energy density is not really a major issue. So uh, this does not bring advantage uh, to the market um, for, the, um, um, for, for the stationary market, even more than for the automotive sector. Uh, cost is a main driver, um, as a, because as I said, weight and volume is not so important, uh, and cycle lifetime. Uh, we have to be aware that uh, in stationary applications where you can earn money, you would need, um, let me say, at least 3,000 cycles, more or less full cycles, uh, to, to get uh, economic uh, somehow. Um, and uh, this is something we see in the last few years that uh, development for batteries for stationary applications and the automotive sector separates. Uh, so let me say in the, um, ten, in the last decade, uh, manufacturers of uh, batteries cells uh, try to bring the same battery cells into the different markets to increase uh, the uh, production volumes to uh, gain the economic, uh, economy of scale effects. But uh, meanwhile, the um, uh, production volumes are so high that uh, we can have economy of scale separately. And uh, therefore, um, we will see different chemistries um, in, in different markets in the future. Uh, if the solid state batteries uh, could make it better than the uh, today's lithium ion battery will depend mainly on the price and production on the one hand and uh, on the cycle lifetime. Uh, so we need, at, let me say, at least 3000 full cycles. So to, to wrap up uh, Professor Zauer, uh, what would you say are the two top technical challenges that battery makers have to solve and are they likely to solve them in the next, um, you know, this decade? I'm sure there will be lithium-ion solid-state batteries on the market. The question is, will we really see them in the uh, uh, mass markets of in, in the automotive sector, or will we see them maybe in some niches or in some quite different markets? Uh, um, the main challenges are surely to uh, produce batteries with energy densities uh, comparable to what we have today at the price which is comparable. And um, this is, a, um, a, this is definitely a challenge. Um, and I'm not absolutely sure that uh, the um, these, uh, solid state batteries will beat the, uh, let me say, conventional um, 
lithium ion batteries with liquid electrolyte uh, by the end of, um, of the decade. At least for the automotive sector, I do not expect uh, it significantly earlier. As I said, the other batteries improve themselves as well. They do not uh, stand still with their performance look to the um, things which were announced uh, in last September, I think by Tesla, reduction in price until 2025 by, by roughly 50%. And um, these are very realistic, um, um, let me say master plans, because each, each step they have announced is relatively well known how to do it. Yeah, and each of the steps is a 10% improvement or something like this. Yeah? So this is not promising something which is not existing. This is uh, really applying in very good engineering um, what has been developed uh, over years, some things at Tesla, some at other companies and so on. But this is uh, what is uh, realistic engineering. I want to give an example of those because uh, this came from another battery science uh, interview I did. And that is dry coating versus wet coating of anodes. And the, so the wet coating, uh, an anode has to be coated. So if it's wet coated as is, was done uh, or is done now, it then has to sit in the factory and dry, which takes up a lot of floor space and, and time. But if you dry coat it, then you don't need that. And you've, uh, you've opened up a, a very significant percentage of your factory floor uh, to uh, other production and that lowers the cost of the uh, of the battery, uh, are those the kind of innovations that you're talking about? Uh, absolutely, uh, but they are not only talking about this. They have acquired already years ago the company Maxwell, a manufacturer of uh, supercapacitors, and the electrode production in supercapacitors is pretty much the same as in uh, in lithium-ion batteries. And they have developed the uh, dry coating. So uh, this is what I say: um, they are they are announcing technologies to come which have been already developed, uh, maybe not applied to the lithium-ion batteries yet, but uh, this is uh, something which is uh, known. There is uh, experience and there's manuf manufacturing experience, there's commercial products um, to do so. Yeah? And this is uh, really something uh, different from what we hear on these um, very innovative technologies where uh, step um, improvements uh, must be done which are not there yet. And yeah? there's lots of risk uh, in, in the market. Uh, and this is what, what I really like from this master plan Tesla showed. Yeah? There's only one, one thing in um, the presentation which I cannot prove. Uh, this is, um, I understood that they are claiming for a full silicon uh, anode. Uh, this is something I haven't seen yet. Yeah? So, but all the other things, can be done uh, if you have engineering power and so on, no question. Yeah? It's a great challenge, no question. But a challenge which is possible with good engineering. Uh, it does not require something which comes, falls from the sky. Professor Zauer, thank you very much. Very insightful uh, observations about the technology, where it is, where it's going, really appreciate it. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much.